welcome to the podcast let's get real candid conversations about relationships my name is thalia lozano i'm the bilingual prevention specialist here at south valley services in this episode i will be discussing different types of abuse when it comes to domestic violence though i do want to give a trigger warning that this content may contain sensitive information about abuse and domestic violence which may cause distress or emotional discomfort If you are experiencing abuse or violence, please seek help from a trusted person or a professional resource immediately. Before I started discussing the different types of abuse, I really wanted to discuss what even is a relationship because many people have this idea that a relationship is just between two romantic partners, which it can be true. It can be between two partners, though... It can also mean a relationship with parents. It can mean a relationship with your aunt. It can mean a relationship with your classmate. Those all count as relationships. And so when we're discussing domestic violence, I just want everyone to keep that in mind that a relationship can be all sorts of things. And so when it comes to what even is domestic violence... Domestic violence is a pattern of behavior when any behavior in any relationship is used to gain or maintain power and control over another person. So one of the main points of this definition is that the person is trying to gain power and control over the other person to be able to manipulate and maintain and control that person. When it comes to abuse, many people first automatically think of physical abuse, which can happen, which is true. Physical abuse can can be forms of hitting, slapping, things like that. That is considered physical abuse. It can also mean choking, hitting someone with an object. That is all signs of physical abuse, which is the most common one we hear about and the one that we hear about most often though there is also emotional abuse so this can mean gaslighting this can mean manipulation can make the person feel bad constantly and saying hurtful things and belittling them and making them feel less than and that goes hand in hand with verbal abuse which is like name calling mocking criticism criticisms of the person So that can mean someone saying, oh, you look so ugly today. Like that is a form of verbal abuse, especially if it is constant and trying to make the person feel less than. Another type of abuse is sexual abuse. So that can mean non-consensual touching, kissing, things like that. can also mean exposing unwanted sexual content, mean... And then also sexual jokes, name calling, things like that. That is also considered a form of sexual abuse. Financial abuse is one that I didn't really know about until I started working at South Valley Services, which can mean someone is restricting the other person access to money or financial information. So that means not allowing the person to have access to bank accounts that they should have access to or having to ask is it okay if I if I gain information to our bank account, which the person should be able to gain information of their own bank account and shouldn't have to go through all these loopholes with the other person. 
So that is financial abuse. And then there's also stalking, which is also one that we hear about often. So it makes you, if someone is constantly following you or harasses you, and so stalking can mean someone showing up at your house. That can mean someone sending a bunch of texts, spamming your phone. That is can be considered stalking. Or also leaving unwanted items or gifts or flowers. Like if someone is constantly trying to leave you a gift at your house and you have told them multiple times that you do not want a relationship with them, that can be stalking because they are not respecting that boundary that you told them that you did not want a relationship with them. Another type of abuse that we see often now is digital abuse. With the use of technology always advancing and people constantly being on their phones all the time, we see that often now, especially in youth. So this can mean using social media to track what you're doing mean going through your followers to see who you're following that can mean also sending threats through social media and things like that or even like posting humiliating photos of you online that you obviously do not want anyone to see that can also mean digital abuse and so all of these types of abuse can be happening anywhere I wanted also to state that domestic violence doesn't discriminate so this can happen to anyone of any race age or sexual orientation religion or gender can be a victim or perpetrator of domestic violence so it can happen to people who are married who are living together who like i said earlier who have the mother-daughter relationship like things like that it can happen to anyone and so it doesn't just happen to only women. It doesn't just happen to only men. It happens to anyone and not necessarily everyone, but it can happen to anyone. And so when it comes to statistics, one in three women will experience domestic violence in their lifetime. And then one in four men will experience domestic violence in their lifetime. And then one in two trans and non-binary people will also experience domestic violence in their lifetime which is such a large number when you think about it. And I said this in the last episode that, you know, we all know more than four people. And that's already one of those four people will experience domestic violence in their lifetime, which is such a large number. And another statistic I wanted to point out here was that in Utah, 40 to 50% of Utah homicides are related to domestic violence, which is such a large number and a number that needs to be reduced immediately and which is why I'm doing the work that I do and trying to educate the community about domestic violence and warning signs and what to look out for and even why South Valley Services even exists because we're here to help and educate the community about domestic violence and so Another thing I want to discuss is why does domestic violence even happen? A lot of time we look at the media and people get those social norms and think that's the way you're supposed to treat each other. So like sometimes people watch a movie or a TV show, which isn't the best way to get their information. But sometimes they see 
two people interacting and that's a social norm for them and they begin to treat other people that way domestic violence can also be a learned behavior you know like in a family like if their parents are constantly fighting and physically fighting it can also go down to the children and be learned be a learned behavior and things like that and so when it comes to leaving a domestic violence relationship I will be discussing this in another episode on how difficult it can be because it is not it is not linear in any way it can go a person leaving a domestic violence relationship is going through a lot and it can be scary and a lot of times people don't want to leave that relationship because they've been in that relationship for so long and also they feel like there's no support system around them because they've been isolated from everyone around them because of their partner or the person they're having that relationship with or sometimes they feel guilty or sometimes that unknown can also be scary to them and so a lot of times it can it can feel frustrating when people aren't getting the help that they need but you need to remember that they're experiencing so much and don't know where to go and don't know who to turn to and sometimes it can be they might not be ready to leave that relationship or step away because it can be very difficult they might not even have access to their bank information which would make it very difficult for someone to find an apartment for find somewhere to live and things like that provide food and so one of the three things we talk about are the three r's which is recognize respond and refer recognize means to recognize the signs of violence to look out and to remember those types of violence that we discussed today and things like that respond with empathy and compassion when someone is coming to you regarding domestic violence and it is important to always remember that what they went through can be really hard for them and though and have patience and just understand that sometimes they might not be ready to talk so it might be a little bit until they want to open up and discuss what they've been through but it's important to just remember that to remind them that they're not alone and to be empathetic with them and then number three is refer it is not anyone's responsibility to be a counselor so it is important that you encourage them and refer them to different resources that are available here in utah or even nationwide because it is important that they get the help that they need from someone that knows the help that they need and i also wanted to discuss one more time about what even south valley services does because we are here to help the community in every way so we have a shelter which was built in 1998 has 13 rooms and 57 beds and in this shelter it is open to men women children even pets and they it is a safe space for those that are fleeing a domestic violence relationship that are high risk of violence to be able to stay there and feel safe and they have access to different types of resources such as childcare, therapy they even have a boutique there that is all free 
and another thing is we do have community resources which is available to those that are staying inside the shelter but those that are also staying outside of the shelter so this can mean those that are staying outside of the shelter will also be able to gain access to these resources and things like that so those that aren't staying in the shelter can refer to those resources and get the help that they need and then there's the prevention and education team which is the team that I work on and we go out and we educate the community about healthy relationships and domestic violence and what that looks like because a lot of people aren't discussing this and it is important that youth be educated about this at a very young age and so it is important that we are doing the job that we do. I hope that learning about the different types of abuse um, made you learn a little bit more because I know when I started this position I didn't really know all the different types of abuse. I knew that they that physical abuse existed but like I stated earlier I had no idea financial abuse even existed so it's important to look and recognize and see those different types of abuse and there's so many more that I didn't even discuss but it is important that those that are experiencing domestic violence reach out for help and there are resources at the end of this episode if you are needing help thank you so much for tuning in if you or someone you know in the state of utah is experiencing domestic violence please call our 24-hour hotline at 801-255-1095 for more information go to our website at svsutah.org if you or someone you know is experiencing domestic violence outside of utah please call the national domestic violence hotline at 800-799-7233